0: Mm. A shit has happened, man. It's like some of the craziest two weeks I can remember absolutely
1: man no i i wrote some notes down you know like, um, i spent my birthday in urgent care with my son five hours i ended up getting in a fight with the manager at a restaurant that same night but uh that that's so long ago i don't even want to get into the details there what where do we start here i don't even i mean there's so many places i mean biden last night after you saying he has no chance and suddenly he looks like the the huge favorite uh, you know after super tuesday I mean, i just can't i mean that to me is is, is is i want i was actually looking usually i dread you know having to talk to you for uh, an hour or so a week you know uh, this Week, I was actually telling Carly, I'm looking forward to hearing Liz's opinion
0: on this on the pod. Well, first off, when's your birthday? I know it's in February, but what's the exact day? 23rd. Uh, happy birthday, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank How you. How old are no, you now? 30, 30, 38. 30 wow, eight, yeah. 38 yeah. is yeah. no joke. Yeah. And you're, you're an old 38, too. That's <laughs> So true. So yeah. true. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we can get into that. I'm sort of just checked out from politics a little bit. I realized, like, I was bummed to see Bernie lose, but. I didn't donate money to him this time. I actually voted for Tulsi Gabbard in California. And okay. I, I don't know. It is what it is. I, I don't know what else to say. Biden's not going to be president. There's no way. But is can...
1: it not frustrating that the machine just you, I mean, you made that joke on Twitter. It's like, oh, we're going to see the refs rig the game, but the, they're such favorites. Well, I mean, even even the pessimists can see it just being this easy. All the nutless monkey, Mayor Pete, you know, you know sw- uh, endorsing them. And the whole machine endorsed. Even uh, Warren helped in Nevada. I mean, everyone helped help the machine. Right. I mean, I mean, did you, this has to be to the extent in which this just came so extreme. Does it surprise you at all? Uh,
0: it did surprise me. I'm not going to lie. It surprised me a bit. I, I didn't think, I thought the machine didn't really have it, but I tweeted that thing about the, uh, that voter that doesn't even think about anything, the low info voter that just, it, he just, he picks the guy who he thinks is going to win and that's wow. it. You know, doesn't really think about it, think it through much, but it is what it is. I mean I I don't know. There's not much to say. I, I don't think Biden could be president. I I'm not sure what their plan is. It was a pretty good chess move by the establishment to have them drop out and endorse exactly at that time. They realized that the others weren't really viable. Biden had the low information voter advantage. He's Obama's VP, and even though I think Obama did a pretty bad job as president, like he's popular with the Democratic Party. They still like his style. You know, he had a good style, he's charismatic, so Biden was sort of, you know, he he was liked by low-information voters who liked Obama, because he's associated with Obama, obviously, and so he just had a bigger base than those others, you know, those others would have had to build a following, so Biden had sort of a low-information base, Uh, people don't care what happens in Iraq or any of that stuff that he's dealing with, you know, they don't deal with the policy, they're just sort of like, yeah, Biden is kind of a likable, personable guy, he's an Obama guy. Everybody endorses him. The news networks, cable news, endorses him, talks about him glowingly, and okay, so he so he won. I was surprised. I'm not going to lie, but he cannot be the nominee. I mean, he's, yeah. he's literally senile. I mean, you, you can't even he doesn't even know where he is half the time. I he mean, just like, somebody, he just
1: introduced what he got confused his wife and sister. You see yeah, that?
0: No, he's like, and I'm running. I need your you know, vote for senator. I'm running for senator. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, there's yeah, a whole yeah. there's a whole thing. I just don't see him being. The actual candidate but then the question is all right well first of all it's not over i mean bernie's still pretty close in delegates but i guess like the math favors uh biden in some of the states remaining but who knows but assuming biden does end up with a delegate lead you know he'll win but i just don't see how they can nominate somebody who's you know people were always the same people are like we got to remove trump because he's he's not fit mentally you know he's slipping are the same people pushing Biden. And, oh, say, absolutely. Right. And totally. Say, that's
1: the people that are, yeah, no, the people that are scared of wanting Trump out the most is, is, isn't that kind of, that's what this kind of, yes, that makes sense. That's what this signified to me.
0: No, no, but, but I'm saying they were actually trying to invoke like the 25th amendment or one of these amendments. Oh, my gosh. So like remove really, Trump.
1: I, got you. I didn't you meant the voter public. Okay. No, I got you. no, you
0: got no. I I'm talking you. about like, Right. they were they were the people who wanted to remove trump because they they were making the case that you know you can see right. that he's his his mental faculties aren't there yeah. Yeah. those are the same people supporting biden who's way way past where trump is i, I think trump is pretty much there i mean I, I don't really he says some stupid stuff but like he doesn't seem like he's fading, you know, as not a, just the
1: clips you mentioned, I've
0: seen Biden like snap at a couple people
1: too. Like, does it is question him or something? I, I really do feel like you, there, there is something to what no, you're he's saying. He's in like, the midst of
0: dementia. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I, I don't think they can seriously put him up there. So then the question is, they obviously have a plan. They know this, they, we know it and yeah. they know it. So there's obviously <laughs> some plan either to like get him a VP they think can take over and win or swap it at the end, you know, just get him the votes uh, but I just cannot see them going forward as much as they don't really care. I mean, stopping Bernie was a bigger priority than than beating Trump. But as much as they can live with Trump, they just can't put this guy out there. I don't I don't think it's him. So I would bet I know the betting odds probably have Biden now is like a three to one or something to be president or something like that. But I would fade that hard. I just cannot see him being president. I can see almost anybody being president, but somebody who is. And this isn't just like, oh, I don't like your politics type of thing they were doing to Trump. This is, he's slipping. I mean, he's like, as a human being, he's just slipping.
1: Well, I hear you, but it sounds like he might be the Democratic No, no, I, though,
0: I, I mean. just, I don't think they'll let him. I mean, I think. Oh, okay, you won't get that phone No, I, I'm saying he may get the most delegates. He may still, you know, he's the favorite to get the most delegates. I'm just saying, I don't see how someone who's, they're going to put that guy in the general election and you know i mean maybe i 'm wrong i was I was wrong i 'm surprised that he won, but anyway, when you talk to people who we know, like friends and family, who are not quite as in my opinion as informed, you know they just they just parrot what you see on i don 't even watch cable news, but on Twitter from the cable news the The only way I even see what the cable news is talking about is when like Greenwald quote tweets them to mock them, you know, so I see some of what they 're saying <laughs> and and yeah. they actually just parrot that like they 'll just say the things that you see there and you're like, really? You really believe that stuff. There's a great, you got to look at that uh, graphic I posted on my account, on my Twitter account. Oh yeah. yeah, I I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. And there's another one, the same theme, the same theme of the Chad and the Virgin, right? Those are the two. Yeah. So so, so the Virgin voter cries when, you know, he gets all his news on Twitter and Reddit. He knows all the policy details. He waits in line for four hours. He (laughs) hates his country, but votes anyway in every single election. Uh, and he cries for days when his uh, chosen candidate loses. And they're like, the Chad dude, he's like drinking a beer, smoking a cig, like never thinks about politics except for the two minutes where he's voting. His church group buses him straight to the head of the line uh, to vote. He votes for whoever's favorite to win and always does win uh, always makes it back home in time for the big game and is content with life and loves his country like that's it you know he's just like, yeah. and that's who's that's who's winning but it is what it is you know I mean I, I don't know how much further you can take it
1: I don't know what I did right but I got to just mail mine in but usually I'm, I'm off and I mess something up and I screw it up but it was very easy for me but apparently California was uh, w- w- was difficult um, and I guess I don't know I guess this is something similar happened to like McCain when no other Candidate stood out. He, he looked like a long shot because, man, Biden was such a long shot. Didn't he like, actually like rechange his campaign manager like in the middle of February and the odds just pointed to him being an afterthought and then just have a click like that? Seems like a Hail Mary. But, anyway, you know, I definitely want your opinion. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens next. But it just seems like he's, uh, he's going to be the one to lose to Trump.
0: Yeah, again, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think somebody else will be on the debate stage against Trump in the fall. Yeah, for whatever reason, but you don't know. You don't know. I don't know how. what the plan is, but I just can't imagine the plan is to put that guy six months from now it, when you start into dementia. I mean, it goes fast. It's not like six months is a long time. I mean, I'm not sure he's going to be able to formulate a sentence in six months. I, I you know, I I'm, it, <laughs> it might become so obvious. May, I mean, it's to me, it's obvious now. But no, it, I, yeah, it, it's like six months is a long time. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised that people were so easily duped. And again, I, I'm not even talking politics. I don't care if you don't. Some people just don't give a shit. I mean, Matt Stoller, that guy, he's always like, this is what Democrats want. Like, they don't care about, like, the war in Iraq. They don't care who voted for that. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like right. yeah, he you know, they just want, you know, yeah, they don't, they, they don't care that money's being printed. If they have some investments, they're happy the stock market's going up. Like, they're fine with all that shit. I, I like bernie as a person but i don't agree with his policies either like i don't he has this woman is one of his economic chairs is like this woman stephanie kelton who believes that because the government uh, creates money that they should be able to print as much as they can the deficits don't matter at all that you can print money to fund anything so i'm not agreeing with bernie either i i want people to be able to get care when they're sick but Before you do that, you got to absolutely attack the for-profit healthcare providers. I mean, you have to eviscerate these guys who are charging ten times what it costs them for drugs and treatments. Like in Portugal, things are reasonable. You know, that you could easily have universal healthcare here because it's cheap because the healthcare itself doesn't cost much. If you get universal healthcare with our existing system, it's going to bankrupt the government. I mean, the amount of cost is going to be through the roof. So, so what do you got to do? Well you You get universal health care, but only after you absolutely destroy the uh, health care providers and beat the crap out of them. but if you do that, everybody's got index funds right I'm sure everybody owns by the way the, the health care stocks went crazy high when Biden had an unexpected uh, unexpectedly good day on Tuesday, so they know what's up they know what's coming like they but th- those are health insurance. those are health insurance stocks, but the actual mm-hmm. health providers the people who make insulin and EpiPens and all that shit. If you kill those people, then the stock market's going to, that's a huge sector, like the healthcare sector of the stock market. Like our economy depends on those price gouging uh, healthcare, you know? So it's like the system's so fucked. I'm not even sure what Bernie could do about it. I just think Bernie's a decent guy. And I I despise the sort of establishment lying MSNBC people who are brainwashing my mom and brainwashing so many people who watch that shit. But I don't really agree with Bernie either. So it's not like it's not even political. It's just sort of like, no, totally. You you put that very, very well. I I totally
1: agree. At least Bernie's authentic and, uh, but his policies are a total wild card. So yeah, I mean, he might just be the, the lesser of things that frustrate you. And to me, I'm with you. I'm getting more and more annoyed with the other side. Um, and it looks like he's totally been pushed out though. I mean, if the odds just went crazy on the market over just one. So I just felt like it'd be crazy, if I didn't lead this with you, with all your Biden, uh, you know, saying not a chance on this podcast and it happened to just be super Tuesday last night, but, um, talk to some, talk some baseball for sure. I was just doing some video shoots with P and and Barron's. I'm actually wearing makeup as we sit here, um, before we, did are those this podcast.
0: Two, are those two things related or not?
1: Uh, yeah, no, no, they're not actually, and I just, I'm always non sequiturs. Yeah. Um, but, um, I wanted to go over your beat Chris list results, but those feel like forever ago. And the, the bigger news is, is we're going to be in one together Saturday. And I don't know what, I got the last preference in KDS and I'm picking right behind you at 11. So I was going to bitch about that, but, uh, glad you get, you didn't give me too much notice. And I, and I love your, first, your what you told me to do was just wait for Greg to tweet out the thing. And I, was, I don't think I'm just, I don't hang around on Twitter on Greg's account, but we made it work and I'm looking
0: forward to it. Liz. Yeah. am glad you're in the league. You've been a not only an easy mark, but also good luck for me. Yes, huge. So yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. You don't want to talk about my team?
1: Yeah, sure. Let's go over your team, through Sure. I know you got. A, I remember it jumped out that like they, uh, you took David Dahl and Andrew Benintendi a good four rounds ahead of, they went in my drafts. That I've been that, that's the one thing that jumped out. That's the one thing I remember. But this is a couple of weeks ago. So 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 help help me and inform the listeners.
0: Yeah, I, I thought those were good. I mean, I'm using this hybrid cheat sheet. I explained it. I posted it since yeah. we last talked. Um, it's basically two thirds NFBC, a sixth steamer, and a sixth the bat, and I aggregate those. And I, I needed outfielders, I needed some steals, and I felt like both those guys get. You know, Dahl might get me five or seven, but Benintendi can get me fifteen, and I felt like those guys fit the bill. You know, they they were what I needed at the time, and they weren't that far down my sheet. I guess the projection systems must like them a little more than the uh, than the the market, maybe if, if they're going that cheaply, but. I don't I don't see any problem with them in, in rounds eight and nine. I, I maybe because I missed Jansen by a round who I like, should have taken him in round eight, but I don't know. What do you think of the team? I got Verlander. I basically did what you did last year, except yeah. except I got a pitcher in the first round and then waited. And I thought I think that's what you should have done last year. I think that's what the results of your experiment showed was that you actually made it work except you didn't have a horse.
1: Yeah, and you and you talked about that maybe I should do that at the time to your credit. And Garrett Cole is often a, you know an option there. Um, I'm definitely taking one of the big four and every chance I get. Uh, my question actually is is do I even want a top three on this KDS options, or do I want to make you know kind of get in that middle late and get one of the the pitchers? Um, not that you ever even often have that, that, that choice, but, um, I liked your team and I'm with you with getting the horse first and then going, going hitters. Uh, one other reason I said, not going over this, you did a horrible job of, uh, it's tough to click the board too, with whatever you I know, did. I know, I don't complaint. know why, yeah, I know it, uh, yeah, you, you, you talk about, it. how did you feel? Did you have a, who, who Mike, the mouth was in this? Was there any good shit talking, but it being a beat Chris list, maybe some pod listeners or something Did you? uh, was there any
0: banter? Uh, yeah Mike was trying to talk but his talk is weak. He uh I can't even remember what he said. It was so unmemorable. But I I can't remember. He was trying to you say my team is shit cuz I my second pitcher is Julio Urias, my second starter and uh but I, that's kind of what I wanted to do cuz I think especially if there's some regression on the home runs, I think the pitching will be easier to find and I like the pitchers I got. I like Urias and Mike Minor and Bundy and Chirino, so yeah. I like both those guys. Yeah, and Steven Matz, I think, got shelled in a couple starts, like eight runs and no innings, but otherwise it's pretty good. Uh, Caleb Smith, I actually said I regretted that pick, but now that I've looked at it, i actually coming around on it in the 25th round. He was really good for like three months. Got Forrest Whitley, who's thrown 97 again. Johnny Cueto, you know, whatever. I just, I just filled up my team with pitchers late and obviously going to be on the waiver wire. But I just got a really good offense, in my opinion, with Arenado Pete Alonzo, Bogarts, Machado, Bryant, Tim Anderson. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't get suckered into the steals game. I just, just stacked value round after round. And then eventually got my steals and it cost me starting pitching, but the worst values of starting pitching are usually rounds like seven through, you know, six through 10. So instead of getting some speculative upside guys there, I have a, you know, a top three ace and then lots of lottery tickets later.
1: Yeah, instead of waiting on Malik Smith, I've been pushing up Buxton, my board, and making sure to get him, which I, I like what you did here. One compliment I will give you, I'd like you to the catchers getting Salvador Perez in the 15th and Tom Murphy what late 21st, so I do like that. One problem I'm having right now, and um, I forget who it was, I think Vlad Sedler said it in a column that often the, the most successful NFBC players are, are really good at one and not the other, as far as 12 and 15 team leaguers, and I'm a Right now, I did a couple. I've actually already done two rodeo wire online championships, and now I'm in the middle of the TGFBI, which is 15 teams, and then this other Raz Bowl that's points, which is totally, totally messing me up. So to switch back to your 12 teamer, that I've struggled with. Do you what? What are your thoughts as far as like the main event versus 12 team? Obviously, it's it extends to Fab too, but um, I don't know. Do you
0: prefer one of the over the other? Uh, I like both. I mean, the real difference is that in the 12. you you, like your bench is like the giant waiver wire becomes your bench. Like you can always find some at bats, sometimes an outfield. It's hard to find, but you can usually find starters. There's always like hot starters to pick up and ride them for a month or two. There's just always a closer scrubby closer to pick up. You know, you can like fill holes a lot easier in the 12. It makes it like, it's kind of an easier game. I mean, obviously everybody's got it easier. So nobody's got it easier, but the 15 it's just you have to be really careful with like how you structure your team because you know. you can still get help i mean it's still there and it really matters like the fab but it's just a little different the the depth i mean it's just obviously much deeper and there's just you can't count on getting that extra closer you, you know you have to you have to really be try hard to get those extra 20 saves on the waiver wire i mean it's all it's all more difficult but um i always also find that in the in the 15 you really Maybe you got room for one injured guy. You know, it's just, it gets thinner because you just need the spots more. It's just harder yeah. to uh, <clears throat> hold on to players. The 12, you can kind of hold on to a couple of guys sometimes because it's easy to cut and replace. It's just much easier.
1: Yeah. I, main event is fun. It's its main event. Now, you know, obviously the stakes are so high and whatnot, but Maybe it makes me a a noob or a donkey, but I kind of think I'd lean toward the 12 team for the same reason I don't like uh, NL only or AL only as much. Man, I don't know. I like being able to speculate and um, maneuver. Uh, but obviously, main event's going to be fun. And uh, so in this TG FBI, the, the fifteen teamer, I decided to take Chris Sale at number twenty. Yeah. Uh, so what I started with uh, what Scherzer and then Sale. That's definitely the highest among all the leads in TGFBI, and uh, you know people get a hard time for how early it was, but at forty-one would have been my next pick. I mean, unless they're all nutless monkeys and non-NFBC style, I and mean, he wasn't coming back at that point. And you know the, the best bat available there is like a Freeman, who by the way got hurt right after. I was like, ooh, see, I thought it was making the the riskier move, but it turns out he, he's going to be fine. And ended up Altuve in round three. So I, I don't, I just don't see a big difference in in hitters there. And we talked about Sale on this podcast, but now he's he's almost certainly getting Tommy John. So that's been a disaster. And I also have Jordan and and even AJ Puck in multiple leads already. So not thrilled with the injury
0: situation. What you drafted McCutcheon in this one. Yeah, and like round eighteen though. So and he's not he didn't even have a setback. He's just not gonna be ready for opening day, which that's that was possible. So I'm not I'm not worried about any of my guys really. I mean I've got Buxton, David Dahl, McCutcheon coming off a knee. I've got a bunch of fragile guys, but it's the twelve, you know, it's not as big a thing especially like that your 18th round pick and the 12 team is, yeah, you can easily throw that away.
1: Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about your team or is it, uh, any regrets or your, did it help you get ready to, uh, for, for Saturday?
0: Yeah. I think I know the player pool a little better. I'm actually doing the uh, staff keeper league, which starts at midnight, my time tomorrow, which sucks, but I'm going to do it. Is that still have like 18 teams? Yes. yes. Yeah. I used to be in that. And, uh, I, by the time I'm done with that draft, I think I'm going to be pretty versed on the player pool. So. Yeah, I wish I'd caught you. Uh, clearly, you didn't know what you were doing
1: whenever you did this first one. So I, I yeah. definitely wish I, I had done that one. Um, so uh, what else to talk about? League of Leagues. A couple things, real quick. Even though I don't even know if you still consider yourself co-owner here, but. Um, Adam Rank and Andy Barron's new owners, and uh, I can't believe this, but I would say uh, we are letting them. But you really aren't doing much. But the Miz may actually win the League of Leagues, which is just beyond embarrassing. And uh, I don't know if you probably disregarded some emails, but pretty funny him firing back and forth. So with your one contri- contribution list, we have a, a keeper keeper decision here. So three sport League of Leagues. Uh, who would you rather keep, Devontae Parker in round eighteen? Or like a Soroka, Denelson, Lemet in round 18. Those are all like, you know, wave wire DeMonte picks. Devontae so Parker. Not even a yeah, question. Okay, all right, okay, okay. all right. That's, what I, that's who I have, I have on there. Because I actually have him ranked as
0: like my 10th wide receiver right now. I thought maybe I was a little crazy. But so you're, you're on board with Parker there. No, I'm just, I mean, yeah, I'm on board with him over Denelson, Lemet. Okay. I mean, you know, baseball okay. pitcher. I mean, come on.
1: Okay, <laughs> Soroka. Those guys are pretty good, and it's 14-team baseball. We won baseball last year, and we have a ton of really good keepers story in Acuna. Um, but uh, anyway, fun, fun league. And that's coming up. I'm sure you're uh, excited for that. Are you, are you traveling? Actually, I think
0: usually it overlaps with tout. Are you doing that this year? Uh, I'm on the fence. It's not been decided, but I might skip it for obvious reasons. And I think like yeah. the, the, oh, ele- yeah. the election, a sideshow compared to the, the real yeah, story like, going oh, on now. Oh, no and no doubt. Yep. I'm leaning towards skipping it. I could still go My my vibe is, if we went, there's like a 90% chance that it would be completely smooth and actually better than smooth because no one will be at the airport. Plane will be empty. It'll be like a real easy trip. You know, it's just, there's, you're not going to deal with all the crowds and security lines and all that shit. But on the 10% chance or even less, I don't know what the number would be, that just one person on my plane is sick uh, and they find out, oh, you know, this person had the virus, then they track down the people on the flight, oh, I'm so sorry, but you have to be quarantined. And you can't be like, ah, thank you for the offer, but I'm going to decline. I'm going to decline that quarantine. Thanks, thanks so much. No, that's, that's not, you don't have an option for that. I know it's a little paranoid, but it's like, I don't want to chance that. Secondly, you know, obviously it's in the U.S., and there was, they're definitely underreporting their cases because they didn't really have test kits until very recently. And if that number explodes and, you know, is in like 10,000 or 15, 20,000 or whatever it is, might they say, Hey, we're, we're kind of going to stop travel for a bit or restrict it greatly. Or what if I catch a cold and I have a mild fever, just not that I've had one in a long time, but you know, who knows, you know, it's just all this shit. It's just, it just seems like not the greatest idea. Or what if nothing happens, but you know, there's people starting to panic And everyone's sort of holed up in their house. And I'm I'm staying at like Heather's aunt's place. It's not suitable for more than a few days. We don't really have anywhere to be in New York. I have family there and friends, but like, it's not like I have a house to stay at, you know, it's just be crowding into somebody else's place. So I may bail, even though I'm pretty sure within the next, you know, it would be like a week to 14 days when I'm there, you know, the odds are pretty low that anything bad would happen.
1: Um, I build on labor moving, uh, move to Florida that, um, so you're waiting for the last minute to make a decision. Basically. It sounds well, like, so
0: I'm lining since, it up. I'm, I'm having like a proxy, I think for tout lined up and I was talking to Greg. He said, I th- he thinks I can do it online so I can stay in the, I do the league, but just do it re- remotely. So, uh, so where do we stand a coronavirus? The uh,
1: I mean, well, I don't know if I want to get your opinion first, but I, I read something I believe you linked to that has me like encouraged, but it's right. who knows the source or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was kind of cool. He he thought there were like two ways of transmission from the virus. And if you get it the normal way that most people get it, which is breathing in particles in the air, you get like a small dose of it. Your body fights it off. You might have a cold. You might get sick if you're really old or have big problems with your immune system. You could get very sick or die. But most people getting the airborne contagious version are going to be fine. But then he said that there may be another route of transmission, which is orally, and that a lot of the big clusters of people who died, maybe they were eating the same food. Like in Italy, it was like a... I think it was like a hospital or something. And in uh, Iran, it was like a military installation where everyone's eating from the same source. It's speculative, but it it just was weird how like certain... So many of the cases in countries, nobody's dying, nobody's sick. And then there's little clusters where, including China, obviously, Wuhan where it's incredibly death rates way higher than the flu. And it's, you know, a lot of people are sick.
1: I was laughing when Trump said, Oh, it's going to get hot and the temperature is going to kill it. But apparently the heat possibly is helping. Right. And it's a good thing that it, this broke out at the time of year. It did. or could have been worse. Have you read that?
0: Yeah. That, uh, the heat that they have trouble surviving the heat. And obviously it's still cold on lots of parts of the East coast. in yeah. early March, but you know, in the next month or two, it's going to get warmer, and obviously the summer might be mostly gone. I mean, in the southern hemisphere, it'll stay alive in the our summer, their winter, and come back with a vengeance. You know, next winter maybe. But yeah, I mean, I think the cat's out of the bag. I don't really see how you can contain it. It's all over the world. It's too many people, and it, the incubation period's so long. You know, too many people walking around with it. Who knows? I could have it. You could have it. Yeah,
1: I know. It sounds like we'll all get it. Almost.
0: It seems yeah. like. I, I don't think that. I mean, for most people, I don't. It sounds like whatever. I'm not epidemiologist, but it sounds like, you know, for most of us, you're going to get a little sick and get better. Some people barely even notice they have it. Yeah. And don't worry about wearing a mask, right? Uh, you see that other graphic I had on my uh, Twitter account where I posted the other Chad, the dude in the total hazmat suit and the version <laughs> guy who's like, he, he he's afraid of the virus and done his research, but is afraid people think he's weird. If he wears the mask, he doesn't want to be rude or seem racist if someone's coughing right next to him. He doesn't want to move away from them. Uh, he has all this stuff. He doesn't want to do all these things. And so he dies from the virus. Whereas the the Chad is wearing a full hazmat suit. And he's like, where's your suit, bro? Doesn't give a fuck what other people think about him. He's ahead of his time. He's the only one not getting sick from the virus. So look, I, I think like in a case where the downside is death and the downside on the other side is you look like an idiot or you waste yeah, your five it's bucks. That, no. It's kind of like, eh, where, you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't have one. I'm not walking around with one, but I wouldn't begrudge anyone doing it. I mean, take a precaution. It's not like, uh, I mean, a real man obviously doesn't wear a mask. A real man enjoys a viral, enjoys a good viral, viral load. It's part of his three beers, two bong hits and a, uh, and the dose of the virus is a good buzz for the real man speaking of beers it is crazy that
1: corona has taken a major hit because is that was, really true, is that really true? I, I mean, that's what it's, the reports are i mean it would make sense oh no, it doesn't make people. sense that does not yes make it sense. does i would have i thought of that before those reports came i swear i like why would I, that I'm make curious, sense curious. why does that make sense because people are morons and they just think the name i mean people are idiots i'm not saying it would it, i mean obviously no one
0: rational i would think would i would think people not. would buy more of it because it'd be kind of a joke i saw uh A picture from some guy's fridge where there's one Corona in there. It's on one side of the fridge and all the food is running away from it on the other side. I can't believe people would seriously, to the extent they wanted to drink Corona, which is pretty mediocre, would seriously not buy it because it's got the same name as the virus. I certainly can't vouch those reports are true,
1: but I just will say that I was curious if that would be the case before like the reports you know, organically showed up. So uh, I, I don't put it past our society for that to absolutely put it then. Speaking of your Twitter feed now, I came across one. I made a note here to ask you It says something about real talk and it appears you have a beef with someone, but they deleted it. So I didn't see this. What is this we're talking about?
0: Uh, some guy, he said, I was. He said, I, I, I bet Chris Liss, just my opinion, but I bet Chris Liss is a dick in real life. And I was like, real talk from someone I've never met. You know. So the idea is that in real life, oh, yeah, I've never met you. Right. And okay. All right. And then he deleted it after that. Oh, come on. Right. I, maybe he was drunk or something. Anyway, it wasn't a big thing, but he was trying to say like, and then he was like saying it afterward, but I just I muted the dude. But like I, I saw because... He was like he was addicted to me in person once at an event or something or, and that's just total bullshit because I I've been to those main event I've been to those events, you know, twenty times and I'm never addicted to anybody because I'm addicted to Mike Massado I'll, I'll admit that because because he asked for it that's different, but I'm not addicted to anybody the, the regular guy putting down his money for the NFBC sure. uh, I'm never going to be addicted to someone like that I respect that and they're putting down, you know they're they've got skin in the game they're excited to be there. Those dudes are usually very nice to me, very respectful. Some of them listen to the podcast. So, you know, it's possible I was like distracted and looking at something and didn't see the dude, but zero chance that uh, I was a dick to him. You went out of your way to be a dick, right?
1: Um, all right, before we talk, finish up the coronavirus, what, what, how scared are you, you know, from two weeks ago to now?
0: Uh, it's about the same. It's been, you know, about two weeks, ever since Italy hit and it got, you know, out of China, like it looked like it was just like trickling out of China, like one here, one there, but it wasn't catching. But then when it Well, oh, they've gone it, crazy. Their aggressive measures have actually worked, right? Or, how, or we have no idea if it's bullshit. I mean, I'm sure some of the measures have worked. I'm sure they say like, you know, 80,000 people had it. Maybe 80 million people had it and they're getting, you know, now they're immune to it. You know, who knows? Maybe they got over it. How many
1: people in the United States had it and just thought they had the normal flu?
0: Yeah, probably a lot, and there's reports all over Twitter about you know I had this, they won't test me because I don't meet the criteria of being in China or something. So, yeah. but I think like as soon as Italy got it and it kind of blew up there, it was like oh shit, like this thing's left China for for real, and it's you know Italy is connected to Europe, Europe's connected to the U.S. It's just not really going to stop worldwide, and it's just a matter of how severe it is. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty fucked that this new thing exists, and you know the flu comes around every year and some years are a lot worse than others right i mean some years it's pretty yeah. mild the the spanish flu in 1918 1919 wiped out like i want to say 50 million people maybe that's low maybe it's more than that but m- tens of millions of people at least and that was a mutation right i mean you could have a mutation of this thing that's 10 times worse so right it's just like this fucking leaking from a lab possibility which i've heard like yeah i know what do you make of that it just it just I believe, I don't know. I've heard a lot of stuff. I don't want to spread rumors, but the point is that Wuhan is coincidentally where the virus broke out, is where the only level four lab in China is located, like where they do the hardcore research on deadly viruses. And who knows if it was a bioweapon that leaked, Um, Mm. who knows if it was an accident, a vaccine, a botched vaccine thing that they were trying to do. But it's just like, dude, like, fuck you. You know, like it's just fucking pissing. It's like, you'd be pissed if someone like dented your car while driving drunk. You know, you'd be like, fuck you, man. My car's dented. Like that really sucks. You know, you didn't even leave a note. You're going to pay for it. How much worse is this? Like, oh yeah, sorry. We let this, this fucking thing out. I mean, it's just like the fuck. How is that even a thing? How's that? You know, I mean, I, I guess when you're dealing with this kind of stuff, I mean, I, I, there's a story in the U.S. in like the 70s they basically dropped a nuclear bomb out of a plane over North Carolina or something. And like there were like seven fail safes that, that six out of the seven failed and like the last one held. Otherwise like we would have like nuked state like to the ground. So, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta look up that story, but you know, so this shit, it's a bioweapon or whatever, who knows? But, it, but either way, it's just like, stop with that shit. Stop with these fucking viruses. Like things are man made or they're, I don't, I don't think it's the animal markets, but maybe, you know, I think they blame it on that, but yeah, you know, i yeah, I see Read conflicting, but stuff either like way, that. either way, if it was the animal markets lo- launching these viruses, why would there still be animal markets? If they knew it was the animal, I mean, they would shut that shit down. I don't think it's that. I think it's the reason it's not shut down is because it probably comes from something that they deem much more important. I don't know. I'm just, so, I'm just making shit up. I have no idea.
1: Theoretically, if uh, someone were to have spent uh, too much money on four tickets to Disneyland in
0: April for Ugh. his family trip there, uh, what, what would you think about that? Probably just not go. Yeah, I probably wouldn't, but I mean, you, you have the luxury of finding out more information, right? Because the problem with this New York trip, which I got to make a call pretty soon is that, you know, if I need to get someone to draft out. I got to, you know, I got to like inform people there's plans that involve me. So I have to like, but it's just you and your family going to Disneyland. You can wait until like the day before to decide. So yeah. you'll have a lot yeah. more information. Maybe things have died down. I'm not sure. But it's a disaster for the economy. I mean, even just even if it's, it turns out to be pretty mild, everyone canceling all these trips. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, but why not use caution? I mean, I just think I think it, it's also exposing that we're way too centralized. Like it shouldn't. We should be able to shut down small pockets quickly. Work from home quickly. Figure things out a little more easily. It's just that we're, everything's so centralized. It's, it's hard for the system to shut down quickly and resume quickly. It's this huge beast. It's like turning a plane around, you know, it just takes a long time to put everything into effect. No doubt. I mean, you've seen the crazy
1: pictures of Costco in Hawaii, like the people just lined up uh, getting all the toilet paper and just stocking up, like, like crazy. Also, like the Trump. Trump says two to three months sounds a, a lot better for a vaccination than a year to year and a half. Which I, I can't argue with that. It does sound it does sound better. But uh, he he seems to uh, think he can will a vaccination sooner. Another um, John Oliver's making fun of this. I've seen a newscaster kind of saying that two percent wasn't a lot and he's like that's the plot of the entire show the leftovers they lost your two percent of their yeah, population that's right, that's right. I, mean, <laughs> I thought about that i thought about yeah, that. it's literally the plot of it but i mean yes i mean it may just affect the elderly more but um yeah i mean this can be misleading when you compare it to flu but uh yeah that is a pretty and well, then when the you compare flu, but the flu
0: the, is 0.1 you know so it's like two percent is a massive figure 20 massive, massive. and secondly it's 15 to 20 percent hospitalizations So, I mean, there's just not, there's just not the capacity for that. And what about some poor, what about some poor schmo who like needs an emergency appendectomy? He's got to go into the completely Corona filled hospital. You know, it's an emergency. What about people with severe flu problems? People have a ton of other things going on too. So like there's no beds for, you know, a massive influx of people if it's that serious. So hopefully it's not be, be cautious. I mean, so what? So you bought some extra toilet paper and you got some extra, waters and some extra canned sardines or whatever you buy i mean it's like big you know big deal you know you can give that shit away to uh homeless shelter if you want you can just consume it over time i mean what's the there's no downside to spend a couple hundred bucks on supplies you know real man obviously does not you know real man just real man just goes out to, to dinner every day and restaurants are closed you know he's gotta he's gotta go hunting you know i mean it's just as simple as that
1: yeah. No, no doubt. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. It's scary, but, um, Is this our, our last podcast end, but, you think?
0: Yeah. <laughs> how many more do we have?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully not, but, um, what else? Uh, what else, Liz? Uh, you wanted? What were you you asked for a gambling column. What, what, what else you got? What else you want to talk about? Baseball? We're going to have a lot more talk about next week when when we do our draft. But um, yeah, you asked about that gambling column.
0: Uh, it was something else that I found. I found it basically when I was doing my when I wrote the article about how I got into my method of mixing the NFBC ADPs, you know, in the market with the algorithm steamer and the bat, sort of the best metrics plus the best market information. That sort of is the best overall information. Rufus Peabody game of the idea because his system is kind of that he uses the point spreads the market and then his own metrics that sort of weed out all the you know just account for things that are actually predictive and so you know he feels like he has some information the market misses which is that like you know fumbles fumble recoveries are pretty much luck and a lot of teams will have a lot better record because they'll be really turnover positive I'm, i'm probably oversimplifying but the idea being that like his model has some information, the market model, the market is lacking. The market has a ton of information. His model is lacking. If you combine the two, you're going to get a better number than just one. And so I was kind of like interested in that. And then I read this horse racing column. It was about this guy who was betting horse racing and he had these algorithms dealing with weather and track quality and all this shit. And it was profitable, uh, even with the crazy rake they have for horse racing. But it really took off when he started making millions on his system, when he combined his system stuff with the market numbers, with the, with the closing betting numbers on these horses. So when he mined the market data and then combined it with his stuff... His, his, his system took off and that's what the article I was looking for because it's a similar thing that Rufus did, but I'd already known about the idea of combining those two things. And when I saw it in a totally unrelated field, you know, horse racing, yeah, I was totally. like, I was kind of like, Oh shit. Like this is what you do. This is how you beat it. You use the market and you use the, the best indicators and you combine them together. I'm not sure that my weighting is correct. You know, I've two thirds, one third, but I wonder
1: if it's any different because that's paramutual betting versus, you know, a market set by
0: a place. I wonder if that's any different as far as, as far as that would matter, but maybe not. I don't think so because it's just the information, you know, that, that matters. The fact that all of these individual betters are collectively a lot smarter That there's a lot of information. And then, but they, there is some group think they miss some things. And the algorithm's correct. And that's what steamer and the bat do, right? They're like, oh, well, this guy throws X miles an hour and had this many strikeouts. His ERA is 380, but... That's not predictable. Well, what's up with Chris Sale, like and Severino? I don't understand what the, I. I mean, he said he,
1: James Andrews said you're fine. You got a PRB injection. Uh, he's throwing hard. Uh, he did look very skinny in the pictures uh, uh, that came out, I guess. But I dealt with well, pneumonia. Pneumonia, but, yeah, Corona. Right. But what are these like Severino and Sale? Like, why, why did they not just get Tommy John surgery six months ago? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know.
0: It just seems so obvious that it, I. I don't know. It's annoying. Yeah. Well, first of all, sale hasn't been, nothing's been announced. So who the hell knows? But I think it's no oh, well, third opinion. I mean, the, the 99% chance he's Tommy John. I mean, yes, yeah, likely. And then, uh, so I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why. Obviously, you know, you don't want to get surgery if you don't think you have to. Right. I mean, if, yeah, Tom, but
1: I mean, Severino you know, they both had like elbow problems and they just wait till they start throwing in right before the season. And then, I don't know, that just seems odd to me. But what, what do I know?
0: Well, they look at the MRIs probably in the fall and they're like, yeah, it looks all right. You just rested for a month or two. And then, you start playing catch and you know and then all of a sudden it's not good you have a setback you have a problem and then they're like all right it's, it's fried you got to do it yeah <clears throat> definitely fried your boy severino
1: okay save you from severino and save me from future sale yes. uh shares for sure at least tgfbi is not huge money leak. but uh, i was blasted on twitter by the people that took a uh, sale and uh so it was fun but um what else let's okay so tom I got two brady more things. Talk. Tom Brady talk real quick I mean I say it's fake news the San Francisco stuff Um, I think it'd be hilarious I really hope he goes to the Raiders in Vegas that would just be funny I still would be shocked if he doesn't go back to New England but apparently right before we hit record hit record he and Belichick had a bad phone conversation as a report so what, what are your thoughts on Brady well,
0: what's the source that they had a? Yeah, I know, of?
1: I know, I know. I love to ask you this. I know it's right. some some hot off season uh, football talk from you, but no, seriously, it's Brady though. What's your prediction?
0: I, I hope he goes to the Niners. Unseats oh, Jimmy G. On. Jimmy yeah. G. is forever behind okay, Tom Brady, and Jimmy G.'s only se- real season when he had a full season of health, he missed Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl, and that's that's the jimmy g story now i don't know it would be very why did ir- i bring
1: this up i take it back what, what were your what were your two <laughs> subjects you <laughs> yeah said, exactly you know,
0: it'd be very ironic if uh, if brady went to san francisco the raiders would obviously be fun but it seems like they liked it, uh, Derek uh who the hell knows man it's, is brady even good he's just a celebrity at this point i don't know it's I, it's hard for me to to care that much about it but it is kind of a funny story
1: no doubt, yeah. I think it's fake news as far as the SF though, and I'm not not hoping for that to happen. But, uh, yeah, that would be be brutal if that was the way Jimmy G went out. But, um, all right, Liz, your
0: floor is yours. Okay, so two things. One, I was going to talk about my mile progress, but two, oh, yes. so remember I had, like, a beef with my neighbor, like, with the trees and like in L.A. And, like, he cut down these trees, and I got to spend, like, six grand on these other bamboos to, like, get my privacy back. Anyway, this is just yeah. a random thing, but his the, – the wife, they live in, like – Vancouver or something, like, you know, they moved and they just rent out their place. So they have some tenants, but their tenants are our neighbors and we have tenants. And so one thing that I did that was really good with my house, and you've been there and seen it, is that I got uh, a big Gas grill and I ran the gas line right into the grill. Like so, we had it, you know, it from the kitchen outside, and so you never have to like go get a propane tank. Like you can grill; it never runs out. It's perfect. It's great. You made some
1: eating some good meat off that grill.
0: Yes, I used to do it all the time. Anyway, my neighbor's tenants there, and I guess she must have moved in right about when we were leaving. And our current tenants, who we like very much. Uh, they like to grill a lot. Good for them, right? That's one of the perks of the house. Like, you know, we set it up. They pay good rent. They grill your ass off. I enjoy the grill. That's part of the deal. But this woman's complaining about the smoke. I mean, how often do you grill? I mean, if you grill 5 times a week, it's only an hour a day, 5 times a week. And so she's complaining and says her kid is sensitive to it and blah blah blah. So the woman writes Heather, her neighbor writes Heather and says, "Listen, I'm just going to put you two in touch." and gives the her tenant Heather's email. And the tenant says, listen, you know, I've looked it on Amazon or wherever, you know, you can get a hood for the grill, an outdoor hood. You can install it. It's only about $3,000. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Heather, I, I, Heather's like, can you believe this? I'm like, do not even respond to that woman. And wow. when, and when <laughs> her landlord, when, the, you know, when the landlord right. is like, Hey, I, you know, she said, you're not responding. Be like, fuck off. It's your tenant. It's your problem. Like, what? I'm not dealing with your tenant. This is your, this is a you, this is a you problem. But she was just sort of like one of those, yeah, listen, I'm gonna let you two guys organize this as if like she was the boss of Heather and the tenant and yeah, assigning I, them some sort of task. And, like, know, I, like, are you fucking crazy? It so didn't I, end well with them, right? Like you were still pissed at him over the whole yeah,
1: hedge thing. Well, right? uh,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, I just let it go because it wasn't a flexible situation, and I did say it was okay. But the dude was a total. But you weren't buds about. I mean, you weren't. No, he was a dick. I mean, I, he didn't. He misled me. But you know, I mean, yeah. technically, you know, he told me. But anyway, point is <laughs> that uh, that ha- I said just don't even just don't even dignify this conversation. Like like that's, She shouldn't have your email. Like that's not even. She has no. You have no re- reason to respond to this tenant. So and the tenant also wrote like you know listen I don't want to I really like your tenant so I don't want to seem like I'm going around their back or anything like. This what a fucking. These are people that exist, right? These are like the voting public. Honestly, like they could vote for anybody there. So these are these are this is the type of person, right? Thinks that we're going to spend three grand so that the smoke doesn't go in her house. So Heather does respond, which I just told her not to, and says, "Well, you know, listen, uh, yeah, that's just not in the budget. I wouldn't say that's not in the budget. I'd say." my budget's not even relevant because it's not it's not my house that you live in i don't give a shit like it's not i don't i'm not responsible for the whole neighborhood i'm responsible for my tenant my tenant has a problem i fix the fridge we pay for everything because they pay rent they're good tenants and if something's broken we deal with it immediately like that's their our job but like this neighbor like you guys deal with it you know put a shield over your house do something anyway but That's Heather crazy. did get a dig in at the end because she was saying that like, well, we can close the windows, but um, but then it's hot in the summer. And then Heather said, uh, maybe you should ask you know the woman if air conditioning's in the budget. You know, and that was the <laughs> nice. end of that. that. was the end of nice. that. So she did give her a little nice. ding. You know, nice. but it's like you know, who are these people? I mean, really, you're gonna like email me? I don't. You're not yeah, in my yeah. tenant, and and, and 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 like literally link to like some three thousand uh, dollar outdoor. Uh, grilling hood i mean what what drugs are you on i, I just the don't. odds of getting
1: harassed when you're both across you know in different places completely than you than the actual place too it's crazy i mean it's just beyond belief so uh, you know anyway just i had to tell that story no that's that's funny i love that that continues let us know if uh, there's any resolution you think that probably that would cut it off no,
0: that's it that's the end i yeah. i mean zero percent it was just just the nerve the freaking nerve of giving her the email saying why don't you guys work this out what the fuck are we working it out for? Why don't you either move out of the neighborhood if it's too close quarters for you or get your landlord to fix it or whatever. I mean, whatever. It's just, not, it's just like it's not my problem, man. It's just Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who are no, these that's,
1: people? It's, that's, yeah.
0: No, that's bad. That's, that's funny, though.
1: Glad it happened to, uh, for our enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that's all i got uh, better call Saul is back love that show um fired up for saturday i made it work actually really busy weekend with uh doing joining peeing out for the baseball pod but a couple of kids birthday parties but gonna do beat chris list so who do you what, what do you have Are you a pick 10
0: i'm yeah, i am i got a pick 10 wait i got i got one more thing though My five minute mile progress you're not interested in that oh yes yeah, sorry no 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 i was gonna let you finish no i just sorry
1: no no okay so pick 10 man uh you're gonna swoop on me there huh? that's gonna be no well, you never, both ways. It goes to each other. I know. This could be fun. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I'll
0: tell you one thing that's going to, like, I was talking with Jeff. I was like, if I want to get one of the aces, I got to take an ace with 10. I can't take, like, Juan Soto because there's no way Dalton's letting Max Scherzer get back to me. There's no way. 0% chance he he gets back to me. I mean, I guess if, like, everybody were to pick hitting and there were a bunch of pitchers left, you could take someone else and you didn't want to go two pitchers. But I can pretty much say that in the first pick of the second round, you're going to take Max Scherzer if he's there.
1: Oh, no, he won't. He won't. I'll take him in the first if he's there,
0: no right. matter who's Right. There. No so, I mean, that's my point. And so, like, I'm going to have to take Verlander. I'm assuming Colin DeGrom will be gone. And then I'll have to take Scherzer or Verlander, my choice, at 10, because... If I want one of those four, that's just, that's yeah. just a, in my other draft, you know, Scherzer almost made it back to me in the second round. So that's just one thing that's going to happen. And you're going to be swooping me, you know, because, you know, it goes each way, you know. I,
1: Yeah, you're saying if those three starting pitchers are off the board, you're
0: going to be looking hard at Scherzer, is what you're saying. And that's what I fear. Yeah, I'll probably take him. But, and, and maybe they will, because they saw I took Verlander last time. So they might, yeah. you know, it's a beat Christmas yeah. league. But yeah. I think I'll end up probably with Verlander again, which I don't necessarily want to load up on an Astro who I hate. But, I might take Scherzer instead, switch it up. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, Or I could just go Juan Soto knowing that round two, there'll be someone good like Jose Ramirez or, you know, or I could go Walker Bueller or Flaherty in round two. Well, I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but they're just a little bit further down my cheat sheet. But anyway, so back to the uh, five-minute mile, I, so, you know, obviously a five-minute mile is a 115 quarter mile. And I finally ran a 114 quarter mile on nice. Saturday, which... It, was, it hurt. You know, it was hard. It was definitely hard. I was out of breath. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just keep that pace, just five times four. Yeah, you seen four of those. When you're done with that one, you're like, oh, oh there's course. no possible yeah, way yeah. I'm going to do this for four. But I'm not even trying to do it. Yeah, i just one month in. I've got months to go. And then uh, today, I ran a 51 second 300 meter, which is like a 108 pace for the uh, four minute mile. It's like a 440 mile for just 300 nice. meters, though. Right. So, but. Uh, I'm getting stronger. So I don't know about the five. I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm trying to do it. I think I might be able to, but Phil Dussault of the NFBC bet me. I think I'm going to hit the 545 by June 30th. I I feel, I'm not going to be cocky about it because I can get injured and I'm still not really close to doing a 545, but it's, you know, we're, I'm doing some serious training. I'll do like 800 meters and every hundred meters I sprint, I do it at the five minute pace and then I go slow, and then I do it at the five minute pace, and then I go slow for 100, then I go five minute pace, and you know, I'm doing all these different drills. And the last thing I did was I ran the full quarter mile, I, I only did like a 120, which is, you know you need to be 115 today, but then I made myself run another lap. Like I, I, like I forced myself to run another quarter mile at a slow pace, a slow, you know, the first 150 meters was like, you know, walking slow, but just to catch my breath, and then picked it up again, you know, so I didn't even give myself a rest. This is legit. This training is legit. It's fun. I go to the track three times a week. It's uh, no one's ever there, and you have all. What the time bar- do you go? Uh, sometimes like today. I went in the morning, like ten a.m. But sometimes I go at noon, and uh, it's usually nice out, sunny. It's very, it's cool. I got some friends coming out with me usually. Sometimes I do it solo, but the training, I'm serious, man. It's uh, three times a week.
1: That's good to hear. So you have so June thirtieth,
0: five forty five is what the That's where the, the bet is, yeah. And the then is, okay. and I don't know how long it'll hopefully I'll be doing the five and just crush that bet, but yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, doing a five for someone, you know, who's five yes. ten, one eighty at age forty eight, it might it might I don't know like how long before you know, I don't know whether it's possible and I don't know how long it is, but I don't know if I mentioned this, but you know, I was talking about this on the air. And then Jeff was like, you know, you're inspiring me, man. Or maybe he's in the break. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a seven minute mile. I'll do a seven minute mile. And I was like, Oh, that'd be pretty good, man. Cause seven minute mile is hard. It's really hard. And he's like, no, you know, maybe I'll just do a 30 minute 5k. And I'm like, Jeff, anybody can do a 30 minute 5k dude. I'm like, are you just saying you want to get on the treadmill and run? You just, I'm inspiring you to exercise. I'm not I'm not, just exercising. I'm doing something that's impossible. You got to do something that's impossible for you. You know, (laughs) don't just tell me you're going to go, go out and exercise a little bit. Who gives a shit about that? Do something that's impossible. I remember like in grade school, they said the hero is the person who attempts the impossible. You can't just do something that, oh yeah, if you just run on the treadmill for a bit, you're going to do it. No, you got to do it. You got to do the seven minute mile.
1: I was going to say the seven minute mile to me would be the impossible as well for no, sure. It's
0: hard. I I do, I, could, I don't think I could run seven now. No, I, I probably couldn't.
1: Well, I'm impressed. You keep keep going at it. At someone at your advanced age, if you can do five minutes of forty five second mile, I will give you
0: major props. Yeah, uh, that'll be nice. We'll see. I'm trying. I'm not going to lose that money easily. I spent way more money, by the way. The track for some stupid reason costs. It's part of this whole thing, but I only use the track. And it's $2.80, well, two euros and 80 cents every time. So I've already spent like 40 bucks on that so far. (laughs) And then my running shoes were like 100 bucks, you know, 80 bucks, 90 bucks, whatever. And then, you know, I've taken an Uber there now because I'm trying to avoid public transportation until the virus clears up. So I probably spent like, you know, 250 bucks for a bet that's going to pay me 50 if I win. But, you know, obviously it's the principle of it yeah um
1: yeah it'll be worth it for sure and not just a principle also actually you know is beneficial to yeah, you yeah it know, is beneficial <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: and it's just a yeah. challenge it's just a challenge you know it's just a, a yeah, real serious sure. challenge
1: for sure all right we didn't even talk about greg robinson getting caught with 157 pounds of weed left tackle greg robinson um good times uh lists. um yeah i'm fired up to uh, to draft against you saturday you got anything else
0: That's it, man. I'm looking forward to the draft. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. And I'm sure you're going to make a lot of stupid picks thinking you're stealing from me. And (laughs) I'll have already moved on from that player. Oh, yeah. It's going to be. It definitely has
1: an extra wrinkle us picking next to each other. Um, Good times, man. All right, man. Good good stuff. And uh, I missed you, man. And and good talk.
0: All right, man. Take it easy, Dom. Later,
1: Liz.